to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela. Welcome, welcome, welcome to architecting. So how are you today? I want you to really check in with yourself, not just default to the, oh, I'm busy, or eh, I'm fine. But how are you really doing? For me this week, I'll be honest, it's been a little bit of drinking from a fire hose, and I am definitely feeling the effects of that and needing to do some serious self-care over the weekend. It has been a crazy busy week with meetings that literally all hours of the day. That whole integration of work and life, oh yeah, we are feeling that because everything is just kind of woven together in this almost chaotic blend of having mattress deliveries and workmen come to my house and meetings for things my kids are doing and client meetings at 6.30 a.m. and 7 p.m. and all kinds of nuttiness. This week would have been just this busy, but what's added a little extra special layer onto it is that I am preparing to go on vacation, which is really, really, really exciting. I can't wait to do it, but as you know, comes with its own amount of prep before you can go. As often happens when we are planning a vacation, those days leading up to it tend to be really full because we're also preparing to be gone, making sure that loose ends are at least somewhat resolved. I leave next Thursday afternoon for a conference, come back from the conference on Sunday, and then on Monday we head for Peru. I'm super, super excited about this trip, but my daughter was actually saying to me yesterday, this vacation can't come soon enough for you. You need a break. She's right. I mean, the night before last, I woke up convinced that a client had sent me an email with a whole bunch of file attachments that had different questions I had to answer that I had received this email three weeks earlier. And I literally was laying in bed at 4 a.m., trying to figure out how I was going to address this and my lack of response, only to realize later in the morning that I dreamed the whole thing. I never got this email. (laughs) This never happened. But I was so caught up in the project I was working on and this client's expectations that my mind had actually invented a request and a deadline that did not exist. It made me realize that 
it would be really good to spend a little time with all of you focusing on that edge between stressed out and burned out. And we all know what it's like to feel stressed out and overwhelmed and the anxiety we feel because we are trying to plan for things that are going to happen in the future, whether it's in a few hours, a few days, a few weeks, and we don't know how we're going to do it. So our mind is just running through endless scenarios. We all know what it feels like to have more demands on your time than you can handle and to be constantly distracted by problems and issues and events that pop up in our day. But stress is not burnout. You've heard me talk quite a bit about how toxic stress is and especially long-term stress and the way it literally makes us physically and mentally and emotionally sick. But burnout is a little bit of a different animal. Unlike stress, burnout is not something that comes on suddenly. Burnout happens over time. It's an accumulated response. It's really tied to several things. One is feeling like you have enough time to do what's important. Second is feeling like you have control. Third is feeling that you are seen and appreciated. Fourth is that you feel supported. Fifth is that you feel you are being treated fairly. And sixth is where you feel what you're doing is worthwhile. So there's alignment between what matters to you and what the work you're doing is all about. Just going through that checklist, most of us could probably say, I probably don't have enough time to do what's important. More than that, we don't feel like we have control over our day. I think that's been one of the hardest things of the week I've had has been how much of my time is being spoken for by other people and not been my ability to pace myself or work the hours I want to work. Reward. Um, our company, just we just had a appreciation lunch. We tend to do these in the summer once a month or so, and other things that help people to feel appreciated. If you aren't getting that appreciation, or if you are not making it a point to appreciate the people who are working with you, that's something you could start doing. Because feeling like you're seen like the effort you're putting in matters to somebody, like you're making a difference, can mean so much and can turn someone's whole day around. Are you in community? Because work doesn't feel like work when you're part of a group and everyone feels in it together because you're supporting one another. You're making fun out of the process. But if you feel like a lone wolf out there, like you just have to constantly jump through hurdles, but no one has your back, and if you drop the ball, 
it's going to hit the floor, you're more likely to feel burned out. And of course, in this world where we are all overwhelmed and stressed out, people tend to make the easy decisions, not always the fair decisions. So how can we be a little more cognizant of being fair about things? How can we continue to advocate for values, for what matters versus just what's easiest, cheapest, or fastest to do? Just like with stress, this affects all four of our bodies, right? Physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So on the physical side, you will notice things like because you are experiencing higher tension, higher blood pressure, that you maybe have more headaches. Your immune system is suppressed. I I always know when I'm burning the candle at both ends because I get canker sores. Are there things that happen to you? Do you get a sore throat? Do you get more congested? Do your allergies act up? Are you just so exhausted that you don't feel like doing anything? Are you having stomach or digestive issues? Are you wired and tired? You know, sometimes sleep may be what we need the most, but we're so worked up. We've got so much adrenaline in our system that we can't relax and fall asleep. And that increased heart rate and shallow breathing can actually cause you to feel pressure in your chest. Those are some of the ways your body is telling you how you need to be taking a different path and hitting the reset button. But you may also find that it goes into the psychological. Are you having things like dreams that your client is demanding something you couldn't deliver and having a bit of a panic attack over that? Are you just more easily triggered so you feel crabby all the time and people annoy you? Are you feeling pessimistic? Like there's just no point in certain things or cynical about things? Or do you just not enjoy doing things that before would have been fun, but you're now just not in the headspace to even enjoy something like seeing a movie you really wanted to see or taking a vacation. When burnout gets extremely accelerated, it can actually lead to you being less productive, not even caring anymore, like just checking out. So you start skipping work. You stop wanting to collaborate because everyone just gets on your nerves and your reaction to everything is just leave me alone. That's all you crave is just being alone. And or you may find that you're using more alcohol or drugs and it doesn't have to be that you are drinking till you get drunk, but feeling that you need to drink just to calm down and reset your nervous system or numb out. Or may not be using illegal drugs, but you're using more sleeping pills or pain medications because you're trying so hard to just 
get out of the physical pain that you're feeling from the burnout, which is an accumulation of the toxic chronic stress. If you're saying, ding, 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 this is me, I think I have arrived at the threshold of burnout and walked right through, know that burnout is a process to get there, but it's also a process to get out. You're not going to fix this over a long weekend. It's something where you need to take some very conscious steps to reset yourself. What are some things you can do? First of all, we want to get you out of burnout. And then want to make sure that you put some safeguards in to try to avoid this happening. And be gentle with yourself knowing that we live in a world that unless you are off the grid, it's really hard not to have stress in everyday life. No matter how much work you do to manage it, there are going to be moments. You just don't want to cross over to the point where it's toxic stress and to get into that state of burnout. So if you have a panic attack one time, it doesn't mean that you're burned out. If someone just says, a well-intentioned but utterly wrong thing to say to you in the moment and you snap at them, it doesn't necessarily mean you're burned out. So while these things are symptoms of burnout, you want to look for how often they're happening and how long they last to really know. Something happening once every few weeks you're probably just stressed out or you didn't get a good night's sleep or the person you know, just approached you with the wrong attitude or something else like that happened, and we all go through that. If you follow tips that I have offered in my Stressless Success workshops and now in the program, you'll learn how to turn off the stress response, but if you feel that you're having to fight an uphill battle with turning it off and that these symptoms of burnout are happening more and more regularly, then you want to have a different course of action. You need to evaluate your options. Maybe you are just doing the wrong work. Maybe you need a sabbatical, not a vacation, but an extended leave of absence. Maybe you need to have a different role. Maybe you need to switch careers altogether. Really check in with yourself. If you're doing work you used to love and don't, why is that happening? If you're doing work you never felt all that passionate about and it's gotten worse, don't stay there. Just really check in with yourself. Talk to people who are close to you, who you can trust. Don't feel like you are stuck or trapped. A lot of the great resignation that's happening today is because people have just decided things aren't worth it. So rather than sticking it out, rather than continuing to suffer, they're just opting out. I'm not going to suggest you just opt out but that you really think about what's right for you and 
what the next move would be or could be so that you can get back in alignment. Because if you just opt out without a plan, you're only going to set yourself up for more anxiety and depression because while the work environment that was so stressful may be gone, after a few weeks when you recover physically from that, your uncertainty about your future is going to just keep fueling that state of burnout. And remember, part of burnout is apathy and cynicism and hopelessness. So you couple that with not knowing how you're going to pay your bills next, and this is not a recipe for good things. Definitely feel free to reassess what you're doing and why, but move on to something that excites you instead of just walking away. And get support. It may involve professional counseling, and that's fine. It may involve working with a coach. It may mean being part of a supportive community. may mean reaching out to friends or loved ones. But do not stuff down what you are feeling. Do not feel embarrassed about it or uncomfortable, seek out people who will love you anyway and make sure you get it out. Get the support you need. Don't hold on to toxic emotions. Remember that you're not in the best vantage point to see possibilities and answers. It's kind of like you've already dug a hole and now you're trying to see what's five miles down the road. You don't have the vision to see that. But if you get help, you can get some assistance in going in the right direction and know that somebody has your back. So you don't have to cope with something or process something all by yourself. Of course, we want to rest and reset. You've heard me talk often about the great work of Dr. Sandra Delton-Smith. Back in April of 2021, I did an interview with her. She's an amazing woman. She wrote the book Sacred Rest, and she talks specifically about burnout antidotes in how we can reconnect with life in a way that we tune into our physical body again and start having a somatic experience, which includes experiencing life with all five senses and considering different dimensions in which we need to rest and restore. So not just physical, but mental, spiritual, emotional, creative. Take that time, reset, recharge, check in with what excites you, what's fun for you, and go do it. And finally, how can you be more conscious? Because a lot of times we get in the trap of stress because we don't have good boundaries And the reason we don't have good boundaries is we believe we have to over-serve and over-perform. If you can become more conscious 
of what sets you up to be overextended, you can more preemptively set yourself up for success. And when you do have someone or something come up that is not something you want to do or feel you can do in the moment, you'll have better strategies for coping with that. That is one thing that we're working on right now in the Stressless Success program is how to have more mindfulness around what creates stress. And you can journal on this. You'll get a lot of insights if you just write it down. And then develop some real strategies because if something isn't aligned for you or aligned with you, it's only going to take away your energy. Remember, success should energize you. You should feel so lit up by what you're doing, so excited to do it, so purpose-driven. You should be clamoring to share it with others and to see the platform just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger around the work you love and the issues you care about. So if that's not happening for you, then you're probably not aligned. So really work on cultivating that consciousness and making sure that you are doing things that are aligned and that you're not trying to take on too much at one time. You're not trying to multitask that you're just simply from one point to the next in your day, being aware, checking in, feeling in your body whether something is a yes or a no. And I totally get it. There are things in our days that we have to do that we don't like and we don't want to do. But in those moments, How can you minimize the impact of that so that it's not a disruptor to your day? It's just simply a task. And if you feel that you can't, if you feel overwhelmed by the things you don't want to do, that's when you know you need to realign and reset. So thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that sharing a little bit more about what crosses us over from stress into burnout and what the path to burnout recovery can look like is a helpful strategy for you. I know it is something that we all need in these times. If you are struggling, please, please, please do not try to go it alone. Reach out And if you would like to work one-on-one with me, I would be happy and honored to help you. I have coached many people successfully through this issue and help them get on that path to alignment. Or you can join us in the Stressless Success Program. The doors are still open for the next few days. So reach out to me, please, if you feel that you need extra help that I can provide or reach out to a therapist, another coach, a good friend, but please do not try to be the lone wolf burnout renegade. Burnout will push you 
to have the tendency to want to take things on by yourself, but it's actually the opposite of what you need. Take good care of you, be well, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. (laughs) 